Hello, everyone. Hey, cuties. I hope everybody's having a beautiful ass fall day. I hope your toes are warmer than mine in this moment. <laughs> yeah, Mel came over with some damp toes. I don't know how. Well, probably because I washed my tennis shoes and they're not dry, but who's to say? Welcome back. It's Mel and Steen. We are so happy you're here. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. We are doing another sober so today. We are. Which I'm actually not mad about. I went pretty hard last week. I did like a four-day bender and my body is upset. And then, okay, so I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, but I drank heavily Wednesday night. I drank a decent amount Thursday. I mean, I think it's a decent amount, but it it would probably be considered heavy for most Americans. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're trying to say is we need to check you in. Yeah. I drank heavy on Friday. I did say that. And then I drank heavy on Saturday. And then Sunday I had to recover. And then Monday I was like, okay, I am not drinking all week. But then what do you know? I had a shot. And Jay's like, <laughs> like literally like two hours after I said that, Jay's like, I thought you weren't drinking. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, on Monday night when we came to see you at work? Yeah. I had a shot like, if you're, if you work with me, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Look away. Yeah. I had a shot like earlier in the, in the afternoon at like five, but I was like, whatever. And it honestly leveled me out because I was so tired. So I think it woke me up. If it was tequila, it probably definitely did. It was not tequila. It was Grand Marnier. Very random. Whoa. Okay, grandmother. (laughs) It wasn't my idea. I just put it in my body. It was presented to me in a way that I could not say no. So I was like, okay. Who presented it to you? My coworker. And what what was the reasoning behind choosing that as the choice? I think it's like what him and his girlfriend like to drink. So I'm trying to think if I've ever even like tried it by itself. Cause normally isn't Grand Marnay like you could do it as like a topper on a, like a Cadillac margarita or am I thinking? Yeah. 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 You're right. I don't think I've ever had it on its own. I've never heard of like a drink where the base is Grand Marnier. Same. But I've heard of I like I know of uh, quite a few people who just shoot it, which is th- like fine. <laughs> it's your body. <laughs> like, and the only time I've done it, like back in the day when I worked at Lodos, we had these like promo girls come in, and they passed out shots of Grand Marnier with a lemon slice. So that's what I chased mm-hmm. it with, and my coworker was like, "Whoa." A lemon slice? And I was like, that's all I know. Describe the flavor to us when it's on its own as a singular shot. Um, It's pretty sweet. I think it has like vanilla tones and orange tones. Okay, that's what I pictured. And that's yeah. why it would go good. Yeah. Like vanilla and orange. Like I feel like it would be like if you were to buy that, um, you know, that chocolate, it's an orange and you slam it on the table and it breaks into slices. Yeah. I feel like it would be that, but if it were covered in white chocolate, not milk chocolate. And is it strong? Like it gives you a warm sensation? You definitely a warm a sensation. Definitely a buzz. Definitely a warm sensation. But I don't really know what the proper use of Grand Marnier is for. Like, I don't know if it's used for like a complimentary part, like portion of a drink or if it's meant to be drank on its own. But I think it is meant to be drank on its own sometimes. I'm not really sure. Maybe our next episode will get a little wacky woozy with some shots of Grand Marnay. I know we should. I well now I'm like I do want to try it because I've never 
literally never tried it on its own. And I don't really, yeah. I'm just it's usually like a regular margarita kind of gal. So I don't really get Cadillac margaritas where that could be included yeah. in the beverage. In the so. sense of like margarita, it definitely makes it like sweeter. Okay. It gives it like a sweetness without like too much sugar. I don't know. A nice touch to the lips. Who am I to say that I know about liquor? <laughs> not like you worked behind the bar i know but you know what so back to like the um things that i was doing over the weekend so we went out to dinner for my boyfriend's best friend's birthday he's my friend too so i guess i could have just said for my friend's birthday we went to this like really nice like seafood place Seafood. Well, we went to Ocean Prime. So if you live in Denver, Ooh, you know what it, you know know what it is. There. Yeah. Wait, so we didn't go to Top Golf. We were supposed to go to Top Golf, but then we changed our plans. We ended up just going to Ocean Prime, the one by your place. Um. Wow. I love that you were down the street. And I know. I my invitation was lost, but it's fine. I sent you an Evite. It's it must okay. have gone to your junk mail. It really did. That's where all my important <laughs> messages go. <laughs> well, two things. I love that you just said fuck top like fuck top golf. And two. <laughs> Ocean Prime. I haven't been there in so long, and I've never actually been to the one that's by my apartment because that one is like a newer location. Yeah, I had never been there either, and it's so pretty and nice. And the food was fucking bomb. Like every mm. bit of that meal, just divine. Like so, we started off. They have sushi rolls there, so we got like this sushi roll, and we got shrimp cocktail. Okay, not to interrupt you, but I did see you did post like a flaming shrimp. Yeah. Basket on your scorecard. <laughs> 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 you did it. <laughs> I was like, there's no way she ordered flaming shrimp from Top Golf. <laughs> Termage here. It was shrimp cocktail. You're right, and it wasn't like a Sunday dish. And it wasn't flaming, it was just smoking. <laughs> okay, your descriptors versus mine. I mean, I probably would have I probably would have used flaming also, but probably not basket. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You're right. That makes it sound like you were just like at the local Dairy Queen. Literally, like, <laughs> geez, just grabbing a basket of popcorn shrimp at TGI Fridays. Ooh, I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anyway. I'm really just, I didn't mean to kill the vibe of your exquisite dinner. <laughs> I can't get over it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we did clear the air because this whole time you thought that I was just eating questionable shrimp from the golf place. Uh, sort of. Because <laughs> you didn't put a location on your story. You were so secretive like I you know, always are. Because I wasn't trying to flex, but Whatever. I kind of was. No, you were. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, that was pretty delish. And then 
lobster bisque. Ooh, I love a lobster bisque. And then Nick got it's a fish. It's called grouper fish or a grouper, and it was like seasoned so beautifully. And then it was served with I forget which vegetable. But it was like served with a vegetable and yoki and like this delicious broth. And my friend Leanne got it too, so delish. And then I got a ribeye. But I got it made this way where they put a blue cheese crust on it. Yes. And then I got oh my God. whipped mashed potato. And then I also got black truffle mac and cheese. Okay. All those flavors sound so fucking immaculate. I know. Oh, but the whole reason why I even brought this up is because to kind of bring this all in a roundabout way, because I was like, what do I know about alcohol? Our server was actually my friend Leanne's friend from like way back in the day. They've been friends since high school. And she was our server and bartender. And she's just like... She's like the epitome of what I would say is someone who does such a good job at their job. Like her hospitality and her knowledge of the food and the drink and the stuff she was bringing us was like top notch and she made great recommendations. And like, I'm going to be honest, I will never be that person because I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) I feel you so hard on that. Like, I do care about you and I hope you have a good experience with me, but I'm not like, I don't really go above and beyond, which is actually pretty not cute of me to say out loud. But this girl, she went above and beyond and she was just like so amazing. And so like she would bring over these different tequilas and like I've had most of the ones that we tried. Like she brought over 42 and like Clos Azul and it was like so nice. But then like one of us at the table got like a dessert wine and like he didn't really know what it was about. So she like brought over like different samples and she just had like a description for everything. And she just was so knowledgeable. And I was like, yes, queen, like you are what I think of when it comes to like a genuine someone who's in hospitality, food and beverage and like gives a fuck about everyone's experience. And then I was like, wow, I do none of this. (laughs) But that's okay. I think that I think obviously you are so great at your job because you're really good at chatting and being social and you're so kind and like you do obviously do nice (laughs) things for the people that like come into your restaurant but I think there is something about working at a place like Ocean Prime where yeah I know not every server is probably like her I think there are probably servers that just work there because they're trying to obviously make the most money they can because it's like a fancy place but I think for the most part people that do choose to work in that kind of in that kind of a restaurant just Yeah, like they do take hospitality like very serious and like really care about the experience because people are spending such a pretty penny on their meal and their experience. So, wow, I want to go. You're making me so hungry. I know. It was good. I will say it's definitely like a treat yourself kind of evening. Right. Um, But it was so worth it. Like it was just – it was so good. Oh, and then dessert. We had this like warm butter cake. She did like a whole platter for us. Like we had like this warm butter cake. They had – mango sorbet they had these like house-made almond cookies and then something chocolate like a chocolate cake or something like that i had a dirty martini and we had a couple like a few shots and then i had an espresso martini for dessert and like nick and i went home and i was just like i was like dude i'm so happy like my belly is like full i'm so pleased everything's just so good going down my throat going somewhere like that especially if it's not something you do often which i think is the case for like most people i think some people like only will dine out if that is the kind of experience they're going to have but yeah for myself personally i don't really eat out like that so when you do it does just feel so lovely to treat yourself in like such a luxurious time it's so decadent like yeah everything melts on your tongue 
Well, today, as we're recording, I mean, when you hear this, it's obviously going to be past, but today is a full moon in our fellow fire sign of yeah, Aries. Yeah, Aries, right? Christine, if you don't know, is a Leo, which is the fire sign. I'm a Sagittarius, the other fire sign. Who is did the you, best? We'll let you decide. Did you read much about what like this moon is supposed to bring us? Not yet. Um, our beautiful friend Sarah sent me this like ebook that I think Spirit is it Spirit Daughter or Spirit Sister? Do you follow that? Spirit page? Daughter, yes. Spirit Daughter. They put out like a little ebook on this specific full moon because obviously every full moon does kind of bring its own different energy to the table. So I haven't read much about it, but Christine and I over this last year have definitely gotten into doing rituals on full moons and new moons. And so we thought it'd be really cute to share some of the things that we like to do for the full moon. Even though when you hear this, it will be passed, but there's a full moon every month. So you can use it take for what you time. want and use it for the next one that comes around <clears throat> in November. Yes. So, Steen, what do you, you typically like to do on a full moon? So I will admit for a while I was kind of confused on like – the things that are appropriate to do during like a full moon versus a new moon. Okay. And I don't I don't think there's any right or wrong way um, per se. I think it's just kind of like what you are choosing to believe in. But I feel like generally speaking on full moons, you should be releasing what no longer serves you and then allowing like space for whatever you do want. Whereas like new moons, you are manifesting more and like – calling into what you want to come to you. So with that being said, um, I like to write down the things that I'm grateful for and like continue to be grateful for as of today and moving forward. But then I also write down on like another piece of paper or like a different part of the piece of paper that I'm on, um, things that I'm choosing to release. But then that piece of the paper with the stuff that I'm choosing to release, I'll either crumble up and throw away or I'll light it on fire and I'll like swish it down the drain um, or whatever it is just to like let the universe know that I'm choosing to let it go rather than holding on to the piece of paper or like writing it down, but then just leaving it on my notebook. Like I still want to like physically get rid of it as well. Yes. I love to do that too. I can't wait to light a piece of paper on fire tonight. So what I do when I light it on fire, because obviously you want to be safe. And <laughs> yeah, I, that's one of my favorite parts about the full moon. Cause I agree. I think, yeah, there's no way I think you could mess up a ritual on a full moon or a new moon, but I do believe that the full moon is more of the time that you let things go that are no longer serving you and maybe not maybe, I guess maybe the best time to like really be starting something new or putting it out there and maybe kind of saving more of that energy for the new moon because a new moon equals new opportunities and beginnings. Mm. But also a full moon is in a sense its own new beginning because you're choosing to let things go and step into something better. But yes, that's one of my favorite parts is writing all the bullshit fucking down that's like bothering me or in my life that I should no longer be carrying the weight of or that's bringing me down, whatever it is. And then I light it on fire. I just get a little glass bowl and I go on my patio because I live oh. in an apartment and I light it on fire in the glass bowl and I watch it burn. That is smart. And I've just been holding it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, like oh, to an night rider. To like an extent, like... <laughs> Wow, I'm like, sure you're wearing your t-shirt that says no fear. 
<laughs> no, I'm wearing my Thrasher t-shirt. Yeah, fuck you are. But um, like I'll hold it in my hand and then like when it gets to like the end, I'll like throw it in the sink and I'll like water it down. <laughs> you are dangerous. I know. That is very dangerous. That's smart of you. Why did I think of that? I'm stupid. No, not at all. I mean, I kind of, that's just, I feel like you're really connecting with letting it go. <laughs> Oh my god. I actually have always had a kind not a weird fascination with fire, but when I was younger, I would do weird things with fire and I would get in trouble because my mom would find out and I had like lit every candle in our house. So obviously I was trying to do a seance when I was like nine. <laughs> but yeah, what else? This is something that I haven't done before, but I would like to try sometime. Probably when I have a patio, <laughs> charging your water and under the moonlight. Ooh, that's a good one. I've also never done that. Yeah. So then like, or charging your crystals under the moonlight. I've never done that either. I haven't gotten to that level of goddess yet, but I do want to do stuff like that. Well, when we did our full moon retreat in March, where we had our chakras aligned and like our Reiki session, all of the, all of the beautiful things it was on the full moon in March. And I did bring a lot of the girls brought their own crystals from home. And that was like the first time I did ever in a sense charge them because we put them in the yeah. sun. So I think that's the way you can do it. But yeah, I've never done it in the moon. Also because the way my patio faces, the full moon does not hit my patio, mm. which I don't know if that matters or not, if it has to be like directly like right. in its view. But, but um, either that way, is, that is a good one to add to the ritual. If you have access to the full moonlight for your crystals, right, put them out there, charging them. And I definitely love to sage. I do that at the new moon too. Um, I love sage just because I feel oh, like same. Yeah, it really does cleanse the energy and it makes me feel a lot better. I love doing it. Well, I do it everywhere throughout my house. This last time though, the new moon a couple weeks ago, I feel like I almost smoked out my apartment because <laughs> it was so smoky and I don't know if it's just because the stick was getting so hot or if that meant like it was just really working extra hard to clean the energy. Oh, I don't know damn. if that's a thing, but in that moment I was like, whoa, why is it? It was so, so intense. Like I was kind of nervous. The alarms are going to go off, but that time I did get more um, intentional with it. Like I was literally picking up the cushions on my couch and like, oh. I kind of did it through like the clothes in my closet even, and just like was really getting into like all the cracks and crevices of my home. I love that. And I do feel a difference after I do it. It could be like placebo effect, placebo effect or not, but I truly feel right. a difference. I do too. I like to, I never thought, I don't usually sage every full moon or new new moon I usually sage when I've had like a lot of energies in my space yeah and I'm like trying to clear it or if like I just feel like it's been like a rough week that I'm just trying to like get rid of any negative or lingering energy but I do I like to do that too like I don't get in between the cushions but that's a good idea that was my but first I usually time just like yeah I'll just like walk around my apartment and I'll try to hit like every corner of every room and then oh. I'll like from here I'll like start here and then I'll go into my room and then I'll go through my closet into my bathroom, into my kitchen, background, like do like a full circle. But I like the cushions idea. Yeah, it was nice because I've had I'd had some like guests stay throughout however long it had been. And I was just thinking of like the energies. And while I sage, I usually say things out loud too. Like that time in particular, I was just saying I'm clearing out any stagnant energy that is no longer meant to be in this home or meant for me to carry releasing yeah just anything that's stagnant like bringing in new fresh alive energy for my home mm -hmm. and doing it by the front door I also I don't do this during like moon rituals and I've maybe done it a couple times but I've been hearing a lot lately how like 
wiping down your front door is like a really powerful thing to do for like just bringing in oh. like abundance and just keeping that right, area. So like, many people come through it. Yeah. And especially like, walk like it and like the people who lived there prior to you. Mm-hmm. And being like <clears throat> us in apartment buildings, obviously many people are always going by. So I guess it's just a nice thing you can do is wipe it down with like a little lavender or cinnamon oil. I never thought about this, but one thing that like my family has always done and I, it's a cultural thing, but this is like kind of all becoming like one thing for me is that whenever we moved into a new house, we would always have it blessed. Mm. And um, whether it be like for your religion or growing up, my family practiced Christianity. So like we would have a priest is that what they're called? Or a pastor? I think it's pastor. I think it's pastor too. I don't know. I'm sorry. if I'm whatever. Sorry. But anyway, <laughs> so like they would come in and do it. But then also like my grandma would do get like herbs and stuff and like do like a spiritual one. And so I was like, wow, like that's kind of cool. Like I've always like known that in my family. But now I'm like, well, this makes sense. Like same with like the way that we live now. Like we're just cleansing the energy. We're getting rid of all the bad and negative feelings and bringing in the good and the money. Yes. Calling it all in. Yeah, I guess just on the term of like letting things go, mm-hmm. there was something I wanted to share with you. Oh, tell me. That I was going to share with you before we recorded because if it felt relatable to you, then you would have time to think. But then I forgot. So I guess here I am. Surprise. On the spot. Here yeah. we go. I prefer on the spot. Yeah, I know you do. You're so wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quirky. <laughs> oh my God. That just made me think of that video you sent the other day where she just like, Sticks her tongue out to the <laughs> side. She's like, I'm not going to do coke anymore except for like festivals and like, you know, Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love when people do that. I think it's so silly and hilarious. Okay. So obviously, you know, I signed up for the Vortex. Oh, yeah. And for those of you who have never heard of this, which I'm guessing a lot of you probably haven't, but there is this woman that Christine and I have been following. And I honestly think you found her before I did. Like way back in the day, her name is Gala Darling, which side note, did you know that's actually not her name? I mean, I figured. I really thought it was her real name because <laughs> I just believe everything. So I figured that was like her like self-proclaimed like name. Yeah. Um, in Within the Vortex. So Gala is, um, I guess you could call her like a professional manifester and she teaches women how to really step into their power. And then she also teaches EFT tapping, which I've talked about a lot. And she has all these different programs. And so the Vortex is like a year-long program. And it started in September. And then I think it's been different in the previous years. This is my first year doing it. But each month has a different module and like a theme that you're focusing on. And so for October, it's all about self-love and just all anything related to that. And within the module, she gave us access to her book called Radical Self-Love as an audiobook. So bringing it full circle. That's how I realized that's not her real name because she talks uh, about that and how she changed it though when she so was like really legal, young. So legally it's not. Yeah, legally it is. But uh, her cool. birth name was like Amy and she's like, I am not an Amy. <laughs> she's not an Amy. <laughs> she's not. Like Gala is just the cutest thing of my life. So within this, 
there is like different like workbooks that you're doing throughout the month and like live Zoom calls with the other girls and like different tapping sessions with this other man named Brad Yates. They call him Tap Daddy. Okay, that's fucking cute. I know. It's cute because he's older. He's probably like in his 50s and he is such a vibe. Ugh. And I missed the first one in September. I just watched the replay. But this month I was able to get on the live. And last week, it was last Wednesday. So you do like a full hour of tapping with him. Mm-hmm. And whoever, I guess, is quick enough to like, I think it's called like raising your hand in Zoom. And he can see that. It's not like you're physically raising your hand. He'll pick on you and you'll talk about like what's going on in your life. And then from there, he just takes it away and we all tap with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in relation to like self-love, one of the first girls that went on was talking about how she just can't get over like this thing with herself and like the vanity and like her beauty and like suffering with like not feeling beautiful or like worthy enough. It was a lot of that. So throughout the hour, it did get like a little emotional, I think, for a lot of people. I could feel it. And then I fell asleep for a little bit afterwards because doing tapping can like make you tired, they say. Yeah, it's like Like, exhausting. Yeah, because you're moving energy and you're breaking through some different mental blocks. Anyways, it was very powerful. That night, fast forward, I go to the gym and I'm sitting in the cycling room by myself and I did smoke a little weed before I cycled. And I was just thinking that day on the tapping and just about myself. And I was like, how am I 30 years old going on 31, but still like in some ways, just like so like insecure to the point that sometimes I do feel like it's like crippling and it's like dude so fucking just like uh and then like that's that's crazy you say that I'll tell you after this but see I knew it's this is another reason a side note that I love getting personal on the podcast even when it can make me a little nervous or it's just like being vulnerable but I know by getting personal like this I think it lets other people feel that like if they're going through something Mm -hmm. never going through it alone even if you feel like you are Or it helps you realize that maybe what you've been going through, it's like, oh, fuck, that's the same thing I've been going through, too. Right. So, yeah, as I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what is it? Because I, like, looked at myself in the mirror and I'll just be honest. I've always had this, like, obsession with, like, no matter what size I've been in my life, like, I could have been at my smallest or, like, my biggest, but, like, my stomach area, Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like women kind of go through that, too, where it's just, like, the lower part of your stomach, like, we're just like, ah, Just because we usually have more cushion there. Like, it's just how our bodies are built. But I looked at it, and it's like, why am I just, like, can't get over this? I'm like, it's so annoying. It's Mm -hmm. stupid. Like, why do I even care? Or, like, my skin or things like that. And then this is where I feel like that tapping that day really all of a sudden just all the shit came flushing to me. And all of these, like, mean comments that people have, like, said to me throughout my life, like, about my body – maybe about my face or whatever it is, they all just came pouring into me. Like I can Mm -hmm. remember exactly who said it, what they said. And I started putting all of them in my notes. And then I just had this like moment of calmness and peace and love for myself where I realized like, it's actually this, it's not my fault that I have felt so insecure. All of those comments, even if I felt like I forgot about them, I actually never released them. So like they've just been sitting in like, I think my subconscious mind all these years. And Mm -hmm. I actually started to believe those words Mm -hmm. and like believe what people said about my body or my face or whatever it is. And it was just such this moment where I was like, wow. And like, I just had a moment of love for myself and like, it just felt so good to like finally realize that I'm like, it's not really, I mean, of course part of me plays into it, but it's not my fault that 
all of these words that are so mean that I say to myself, they came from other people. Right. And now, so bringing it back to the full moon, like tonight I'm really like writing that down. Like I'm fully letting go of like all of those comments that anybody ever said to me because- Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's like, I felt like I have forgotten about it or I don't care because I don't care, but I've physically never been like, I'm releasing this from my body. Mm -hmm. So it's been entrapped in there. That's that's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy you bring that up because I also had like a moment this week where I was like thinking about things- um, not quite as like in- intense as you had been in that moment, but like I do think about I think with women especially I I think males and females think about this, but especially females because we're always constantly chasing like the ideal body or like that Instagram look or whatever the fucking look is of the moment. But like I also had a similar thought where I was like, dude, why am I like I'm trying so hard and chasing this like goal look where I'm like where I may or may not even achieve it because I like to go out and eat and like have a good time with my friends and I don't count calories and I don't do this. And like, yeah, I try to make conscious decisions, but like at the end of the day, my body has kept me alive for 30 years. Like, I think that says a lot. Like, yeah, maybe the physical part of it isn't what I've always loved, which is sad because like you said, like it's not your fault for feeling that way. It's because of like social media and what other people say about you to your face, about your face or about your body and whatever their opinion is. But it's like they clearly have insecurities themselves. But I guess like the whole point of this is that I forget how great our bodies are the way that they are. Like they keep us walking and running and playing every day and like we're functioning and we're moving and it's pumping blood and like – Our bodies are working in such a way that is so crazy to me that like I don't even think about it. Like talk about high thoughts, but I'm like my body's literally working in so many ways that I don't even know about. Like right now us just sitting here, like us just sitting here, like our heart is pumping blood to all of our body, like all throughout our body. We have like veins and like other things that do stuff in there (laughs) you know the way bodies work you You know know, that stuff that our our bodies do (laughs) our brains are signaling our brains are signaling to our throats to make words that we're having this conversation right and it's like and and then I was like why am I so concerned about the physical aspect when I should be more grateful that I'm fucking alive and like that both my legs work and that I'm able to run and jump and play and like go to work or do whatever. I think like kind of to snowball off of what you're going to release, like I think that's something that I would like to release tonight is just like the constant chase for a physical perfect, for physical perfection and just being grateful for the fact that I have a healthy body. And let's be fucking honest, I'm not heinous. Like, (laughs) (laughs) goddamn troll. Like, and I was like, dude, it's like, dude, I'm not ugly. Like, I'm pretty fucking beautiful, I actually. And like, I like my body. Like, yes, of course, like, there are some parts that I wouldn't mind toning up. But of course, like, that right there, it's like, but why? Like, there's nothing wrong with my body. going, adding to that, where you just said, tone up my body, and you're like, but why? So, yeah, I think it is getting kind of real with yourself. Like, is that something you actually really want for you, or is it because of comments that people have said to you? Because I know, obviously, you have had things said to you just yeah. like I have, and it's like, so is that something you actually want for yourself, or is it just because, like, people have said maybe you should, or you're just trying to look like 
or you feel like you have to look like whatever we see on social media all the time. And yeah, I think it is important and it's a good realization that you had that and just getting real with yourself about, because I think we do all have like an ideal like body type we're trying to achieve and it is okay to have that. But if it's coming from a place that isn't something you actually want, then I think it's just important to know that or where it's coming from. Yeah. I think, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod or if you and I just talked about this in life, but when you said that you told me something and it really resonated, it was like the way that your body like takes on things like emotionally or Mm. whatever it's like. And then you said, especially when you eat, like if you feel guilty or you feel shitty about what you're eating in that moment, your body is going to take that in as feeling shitty and guilty. And then it's just going to be a negative ride from there on out. But like, if you're going to enjoy something, enjoy it. Like if it's a cheat day or it doesn't have to be a cheat day. If it's like a fucking cheeseburger and you are enjoying yourself, enjoy the cheeseburger. Like you don't have to have guilt because with that guilt comes an emotional weight that I think weighs on you. And then that in turn turns into physical weight. It, yeah, you and I were not talking about this on the pod. We talked about it within each other, I think shortly after like our tarot reading or something. Mm -hmm. And I truly think that, yeah, after like last year going into this year, I think that a lot of the weight I did release this year was way more of like the emotional weight that did turn into physical weight though, because Mm -hmm. when I was just like, eating whatever I was eating at a certain point and never feeling good about it, feeling really sad and like almost like embarrassed or ashamed of like the food I was eating. So yeah, your body does take that on. Whereas like, it's okay to eat things that you want if they're not necessarily good for you. If you are feeling good about doing it in the moment, because your body is picking up more so on that, I think rather than it counting all the calories, of course, like stuff like that does play a role into it. But I do think your emotions play a bigger part into it than we actually realize. Yeah. That actually, that reminds me, do you remember there was this like old scientific, um, scientific, There's this old like science experiment. Someone took like two containers of rice or something like that. And one container, they only said positive affirmations and kind words and supportive words. And then the other one, they just said like negative, like negative and like malicious and stuff like that. And like over time, the kindness rice like stayed like fresh and fluffy and like white and like so like pristine and then the other one was like black and like moldy and just like sad looking and like that was just to prove that like words can do so much more than just be words because it can have an emotional effect it can have a physical effect and just kind of like how like when we talk about with food and like the emotional feeling that you have scene you and i i swear we say this all the time are always on the same wavelength (laughs) but this time weirdly so because As I've really started to realize that, another thing that I have just my whole life, it goes up and down, is like my skin. And I'm so over being just fucking upset about my skin. (laughs) (laughs) It will like have a week where it's great. And then I like break out. And it's truly been like that for so much of my life. And I try all these different products and like think that I've maybe found something, but then my skin breaks out again. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so over that. So last night I literally was like, well, I've been doing like all of this EFT tapping on all these other issues in my life. And I'm like, and I'm sure there is a way I could probably heal my skin through just like the way I'm speaking to myself or whatever. So before bed, I just YouTubed um, 
like how to manifest clear skin or whatever. And this girl, I can't remember her name on YouTube. It might be like Goddess Jen or something. And I've watched a couple of her videos before and she was just talking about, yeah, obviously how your brain works and how it picks up on the words. So even if your skin isn't in the place you want it to be, pretending like it is and saying that it's clear and beautiful will start to help heal it, which you can believe that or not, but I do believe that. Mm -hmm. And she used the rice example in her video and then she showed the picture of it. Like the one that was clear and fluffy that was being told, this rice was being told that it's beautiful, like I love you. The other rice was like being told you're fucking ugly. Like I hate you. You fucking ugly piece of rice. (laughs) And it turned black. So it's like that was just – she was just showing like if this is something you're struggling with, like with your looks or your skin, like if you're constantly obsessing over how bad your skin is, it will probably keep staying like that no matter what you're using. And so – yeah. I'm choosing now to move forward with just saying nice things about my skin at all times, no matter what it's looking like. And I'm excited to do this experiment because it feels like it's finally going to help and it better. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm also just over these little red dots. I feel that. I have one coming in. He's small, but. Oh, whatever, you guys. She's sitting here with no makeup on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Clear as water. Okay, I'm being negative. I'm just going to. Stop myself there. I do. I would like, we don't have, well, let's not tell the audience like everything that we write and are releasing, but like, let's you and I remember it. Yeah. And then if we remember to do this on the next full moon, um, we can talk about stuff that we released and if like that has cha- like what has changed since the last time. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Good idea. Especially because today is like the first day of myself changing my thoughts about my skin and yeah. not obsessing over it in a crazy negative way. So we could see in the next full moon, if a bitch has clear skin, she'll be shouting it from the rooftop. She gonna be shining. Oh, she'll be shining. She gonna be slippery. Hey. She gonna be slick. <laughs> <laughs> slick rake up in this bitch. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, let us know your guys' thoughts um, about... You know, we talk about this a lot, I feel, but like self-love, body positivity, how words can affect just as much as actions, things like that. Of course, hit us up in our DMs because I'm trying to chat with you. We're always trying to chat, babe. Yeah. Um, this is a little random, but just speaking of like things spiritual and stuff, <laughs> I've noticed with myself lately when I'm outside how much more involved I am with the trees. Like, you do love trees. I know. And it's getting more and more every day. I just, <laughs> I find myself really like staring at them for so long when Don't I'm walking crash. my dog. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I could crash with Enzo tripping over his leash. <laughs> but this is like just seriously so silly, but I felt like it'd make you laugh because thinking of the trees made me think of, for whatever reason, that time that my dad was visiting. So my dad is quite a legend in our lives. Christine and I, we just think he is quite the character. Well, anybody who's met him knows that he's a character. For real. Good old Curbs. Kirby Joe Sunheim. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. He'll probably never listen to this. He's asked how to listen to it before, but he doesn't really know how. So, but if you do, dad, I love you. Um, Anyways, (laughs) he came to visit like a few years ago 
And this was before you and I had ever tried psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> and I was telling him, we were on the topic of doing them. And he was telling us about a time that he had done them in his life. And I was like, yeah, I just want to like go take mushrooms and be cute in the trees with my friends. And my dad was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he thought like we were just going to get like naked and do things with each other. I'm not really sure. Oh my God. Yeah. He did seem very concerned with that statement because he doesn't. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he doesn't fully understand the way we speak to each other or like among amongst each other. So I was just thinking about him and then I was just thinking about just other things about him. And you guys, I just do need to share this too. I think probably six or seven years ago, we went to my cousin's wedding and my dad is really a man of his own. He beats to his own little drum and does not give a fuck, which I really appreciate. And I hope to take on more of that energy as I get older. But this man goes to my cousin's wedding it's a wedding. Obviously, people are dressed up. My dad came in. <laughs> he came in like a Hawaiian button-up t-shirt, professional on the top, fancy on the top. But then he wore basketball shorts and like, <laughs> these weird, clunky hiking boots. Okay, I was not <laughs> expecting that. Nobody was. I thought you were going to say like jorts or something. No, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. Okay. Fuck. I hope I'll have to go see it. This was like 2015. My brother and I like were waiting. My cousin who got married at the time got married in a church and his wife I think is Catholic. So it was like a Catholic wedding. <laughs> we did party afterwards, but that part of the wedding was, you know, like more formal on the end. <laughs> and he shows up and my brother and I are like, dad, like, what are you wearing? He's like, oh, I didn't know it was a fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not, but... But still. Oh, my God. I'm just waiting for you to be like, yeah. And then during the reception, he ripped off the sleeves of his Hawaiian top. My dad really... Any t-shirt he ever buys, he always cuts off the sleeves. He's not a sleeve guy. He doesn't... He's got those guns. I know. He them off. He does. He boxes. So he's got fucking major pipes. Well, he's really proud of his Viking tattoo on his arm. Oh, I know. See, that's that's the kind of attitude we need for ourselves is be your own biggest fan. Dude, true. Like my dad really is that and there are questionable things he does, but (laughs) those are the moments where I'm like, dude, I need to be like, who fucking cares? I will wear basketball shorts and clunky hiking boots to a wedding and a Hawaiian button up. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) It's my party. Oh, I know. I, that's like a whole nother, this is like a whole nother topic we can get into a different day, but like that brings up like two, like when it comes to like name brands and stuff, it's like, mm. who fucking cares? Like, really if you don't. can afford it, great. But like, if you can't, that's fine too. Like, there are just as nice clothes that don't have the, a name brand that are really nice and really great. And like, I actually saw this TikTok, and this is the biggest flex of all time. Ooh. But there are certain brands that you truly and only know if you have the money to own them. Like bigger than Louis Vuitton, Gucci, like Prada, like all that shit. Because like you could, you know something's Gucci or Louis or Chanel by their emblems and like their designer logos, right? But like there are these designers that don't have any type of emblem or logo. And the only reason you would know it was their brand is because you can afford to buy it as well. And this kid was like, or this guy was talking about it on TikTok and he said a brand, I don't even remember what it was called, And he showed like one of the sweaters from this brand and it just looks like a regular cardigan, like whatever. And he was like, this 
sweater alone is like $1,300. And he was like, but you wouldn't know that unless you know. And that's what you call being like rich, rich. I was just going to say, I never even knew this was a thing. So I'm not in my millionaire status yet. Give me a couple more years. Yeah. But I did not know, to be honest, that there were brands that like, yeah, yeah. That don't even have like a logo because everybody is always like, look at my Louis, look at my Gucci. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Way to I flex know. on him, sir. I know. I and like then that. he's like, and here you peasants are thinking you're so, <laughs> and I mean, you're really not. If you can afford a Louis Vuitton, you actually have it really well off. <laughs> but like, he's like, and here you guys are thinking you're a big deal with your Chanel's yet the people with real money out here are laughing in your face because they could probably buy like 14 of those. And I was just like, dang, dang son. But money is always everything, okay? Does not bring you happiness. It does help, but it's not bring you happiness. I love money. Money is always flowing towards me and yes. around me. Deposits every day I in my bank account. I do not chase, I attract. I do not chase, I attract. attract. Money Ugh. affirmations we for should the actually, Maybe one of these days we'll have like a... Maybe it's with, uh, when we start having guests again, yeah, we should have someone who is like very financially like educated. I think finances as a young adult are important too. And trust me, I am far from being financially responsible, but I think that'd be an interesting conversation to have. I would love that. And I would love it if it were someone, just because of the way you and I are, that is more into the woo manifesting part. yeah just because i think the stuff i've learned about like the energy of money this year and like how it is truly an energy and how to i don't know do these things in your life where you can be bringing in more and abundance is all around you and it can mm -hmm. be like a mindset i think is really uh powerful so i would love to find someone that would be on our podcast if you're listening please yeah. let us know if anyone's listening that knows of or is someone that has maybe made a significant amount of money through obviously hard work, dedication, but also manifestation. That'd be really cool. Hit us that. up. Let us know. We'll buy you a sandwich. Yeah, we fucking will. Christine <laughs> bought me a sandwich today and she added pickles to it for me because she knows I love a pickle in my throat. I know. Even me when too. I forget that I do. I know. Me too. My mouth just watered. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I think that wraps it up for this episode. As always, you can find us on Instagram at one cute drink. I'm Christine underscore moi. I'm at music with Mal. Please follow on Spotify, chat with us in our DMs, and throw us a rating if you are feeling spicy because we love you. We love you. Have a great week. Have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.